Pastor Michelle Donatien coming to you from Michelle Donatien Ministries. And I want to encourage you with a fresh word from the Lord today. To Jesus be all the praise. Well, welcome, 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 and God bless you. This is Pastor Michelle Donatien coming to you today. It is Thursday, December the 17th, 2020, and I have a wonderful fresh word for you today from the Lord, and it is really what it is, is a warning. It's a warning from the Lord, and so that is really what it is. So I want you to listen, and I want you to stay tuned, and I want you to hear what the Lord God is saying. Well, thank you so much for coming and joining us here today. I'm really excited. And uh, this word is very important. It's something very, very um, important to the Lord. And so this is why he said for me to share it. But before we go on, I want to pray. And I want to pray that the Lord God will speak to your heart so that you will take heed to this warning that he's given me to share. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for all that you've done. You're wonderful, you're mighty, and you're holy, and you're glorious, Lord God. And we thank you for everything that you are doing in our lives. And we ask you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, to open up our hearts that we may hear your word, Lord God, today and every single day, Lord God. Give us repentant hearts in the name of Jesus that we will not carry sin in our hearts and unforgiveness, Lord God. If there's any sin and unforgiveness in our hearts, we ask you to reveal it to us. And then we come before you with repentant hearts, repenting for it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we also ask you in the name of Jesus, Lord God, to forgive those that have come against us in the name of Jesus. We lift them up before you in Jesus' name. Father, touch our hearts, open up our hearts that we will receive your word today. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to take over this time and you give me the words to say in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And all God's people said, amen. Well, we're in a time, a very, very important time, a very pivotal time in history, in the church and in the world. Now, the world can, I don't think the world can see it. I'm not sure. I'm not in the world. And so, I don't think the world can see it. I don't think they can. They definitely don't have spiritual eyes. There's no question about that part. But here's what the Lord has been sharing to me. Let's just get right to it. The Lord, I've been reading in the book of Jeremiah. And, you know, God has been speaking to me through the book of Jeremiah. And it's very, very sobering to be... Um, Frank, and I'm just going to begin reading to you. And I want you to read along with me, okay? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to read in the book of Jeremiah, okay? And um, I'm going to start with the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 1. The words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah of the priest that were in Anathoth in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. 
It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, unto the end of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, unto the carrying away of Jerusalem, captive in the fifth month. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Okay. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child. For thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid, this is verse 8, Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Then said the Lord unto me, Thou hast well seen, for I will hasten my word to perform it. And the word of the Lord came unto me the second time, saying, What seest thou? And I said, I see a seething pot, and the face thereof is toward the north. Then the Lord said unto me, Out of the north an evil shall break forth upon all the inhabitants of the land. For lo, I will call all the families of the kingdoms of the north, saith the Lord, and they shall come. And they shall set every one his throne at the entering of the gates of Jerusalem, and against all the walls thereof round about, and against all the cities of Judah. All right, now, we're hearing the Lord God, he is giving them a warning. Okay, he's, he's talking to Jeremiah, and he's giving them a warning. Okay, and I'm going to tell you the rest. Okay. And it says, uh, oh, I think I stopped at verse 14. This is verse 15. For lo, I will call all the families of the kingdoms of the north, saith the Lord, and they shall come and they shall set every one on his, every one his throne at the entering of the gates of Jerusalem and against all the walls thereof round about and against all the cities of Judah. And I will utter my judgments against them, touching all their wickedness who have forsaken me and have burned incense unto other gods, and worshipped the works of their own hands. Right here. This is something that's been happening, that is happening in our own nation. I know about America because I live here. Now, when we look at what God is saying, we hear and we see with spiritual ears. God is telling us, that it's time for us to stop looking at ourselves as if we've got it all under control. We're taking him out. We're cutting him out. We're not giving him praise. We're not thanking him. We're taking the credit for ourselves as if we did it all. And that is pride. And what does God say about pride? The Bible says that God resists the proud. That is what the Bible says. The Bible says God resists the proud. So when you begin to stop, when you stop thanking God, recognizing God, even seeing God 
in the work that he's done in your life, you're in dangerous territory. And our nation and many nations around the world right now are in dangerous territory. We've done this. Many of us, we've done this. Our nations have done this. Our leaders have done this. We need to turn our hearts back to the Lord. You see, this warning is not just for America. It's not for you. In fact, I implore you to share this with others, with other believers. Share this because God is warning us. We're in a place where we still have time. We still have time to change. We're not in a place where we cannot turn around. But as you'll hear in scripture, if you read the book of Jeremiah yourself, yourself, you'll see that the Lord God will continue warning us until we will no longer, until he will no longer warn us, if that makes sense. You see, he's the God who loves us. The Bible says in verse, in Jeremiah chapter 31, he says that he is the God, he is, an, he loved us with an everlasting love. What does it mean? It means he does not want to stop loving us and he will never stop loving us. However, because of wickedness and the fact that he is a just God, he will punish us if we do not turn around. In fact, it's even more than that. Our own sin will cause us to be condemned. Our own sin will condemn us. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says that our sin will condemn us. We must listen. We must follow after what God says. I'm going to read the rest of this verse, of this chapter. He says in verse 16, And I will utter my judgments against them, touching all their wickedness, who have forsaken me and have burned incense unto other gods and worshiped the works of their own hands. Burned incense unto other gods. Well, let's look around at that. But I'll just wait a second. Let's go on to verse 17. Thou therefore gird up thy loins and arise and speak unto them all that I command thee. Be not dismayed at their faces, lest I confound thee before them. For behold, I have made thee this day a defensed city and an iron pillar and brazen walls against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, against the princes thereof, against the priests thereof, and against the people of the land. And they shall fight against thee, but they shall not prevail against thee. For I am with thee, saith the Lord, to deliver thee. Now, I want to explain something to you. People will come, even people of God or those who call themselves Christians, they will come against the man or woman of God who speaks the truth. Just like you saw, God told Jeremiah, he warned him that that was going to happen. He said that they will come against you, but don't worry about it. I'm going to be with you. I'll deliver you. And if you've read the book of Jeremiah, you know what happens. You see, we're going to move on here, okay? I'm going to read part of chapter 2. And it says, chapter 2, verse 1. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Go and cry in the ears of Jerusalem, saying, Thus saith the Lord, I remember thee, the kindness of thy youth, the love of thine espousals, when thou wentest after me in the wilderness, in a land that was not sown. Israel, 
was holiness unto the Lord and the first fruits of his incense. All that devour him shall offend. Evil shall come upon them, saith the Lord. All right. Now, the Lord God, he's saying, I remember thee, the kindness of thy youth, the light, the love of thine espousals. When thou wentest after me in the wilderness, in a land that was not sown. So they loved him. They went after him and he remembers it. But now it's not happening. Happening, And because it's not happening, evil shall come upon them. He says, Israel was holiness unto the Lord and the first fruits of his increase. All that devour him shall offend. Evil shall come upon them, saith the Lord. Hear ye the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob and all the families of the house of Israel. Now just listen. Thus saith the Lord, what iniquity have your fathers found in me that they are gone far from me and have walked after vanity and are become vain. The Lord is saying, what have you found? What bad, what sin have you found in me? What sin has your fathers found in me that they're gone so far, that they've gone so far from me and have walked after vanity and are become vain? God is so faithful. Now I'm going to go to the end of chapter 2. And I want you to hear this. In verse 31. Jeremiah 2.31 O generation, see ye the word of the Lord. Have I been a wilderness unto Israel? A land of darkness? Wherefore say my people, we are lords, we will come no more unto thee. Can a maid forget her ornaments? Or a bride her attire? Yet my people have forgotten me days without number. Why trimmest thou thy way to seek love? Therefore hast thou also taught the wicked ones thy ways. So not only have people done this wickedness, but they've taught others their wicked ways. In verse 34, Also in thy skirts is found the blood of the souls of the poor innocents. I have not found it by secret search, but upon all these. Yet thou sayest, because I am innocent, surely his anger shall turn from me. Behold, I will plead with thee because thou sayest I have not sinned. Why gaddest thou? Why gaddest thou about so much to change thy way? Thou also shalt be ashamed of Egypt, as thou wast ashamed of Assyria. Yet thou shalt go forth from him in thine hands upon thine head. For the Lord hath rejected thy confidences, and thou shalt not prosper in them. Verse 3, chapter 1. They say, if a man put away his wife, and she go from him, and become another man's, shall he return unto her again? Shall not that land be greatly polluted, but thou hast played the harlot with many lovers? Yet return again to me, saith the Lord. Wow. You see, when we look at this scripture, we see that God is saying, this is what your iniquity is. And this is the problem. And this is what will happen. But if you will turn back to me, if you will turn away from your iniquity, 
then I will do this. I will save you. I will keep you from all of these wicked plans, all of these things, really all of the justice that I have planned to give to you. He's saying, I don't want to do this. I don't want you to be hurt. I love you, but you must turn away from your wicked ways. Let's go to the end of chapter three. The end of chapter three. And it says in verse 20, surely as a wife treacherously departeth from her husband, so have ye dealt treacherously with me, O house of Israel, saith the Lord. A voice was heard upon the high places, weeping and supplications of the children of Israel, for they have perverted their way and they have forgotten the Lord their God. Return ye, backsliding children, and I will heal your backslidings. See, he's saying, return, come back. Behold, we come unto thee, for thou art the Lord, our God. Truly, this is verse 23, truly in vain is salvation hoped from hoped for from the hills and from the multitude of mountains. Truly in the Lord our God is the salvation of Israel. For shame hath devoured the labor of our fathers from our youth, their flocks and their herds, their sons and their daughters. We lie down in our shame and our confusion covereth us. For we have sinned against the Lord our God. We and our fathers from our youth, even unto this day, and have not obeyed the voice of the Lord our God. Wow. Wow. God is so faithful. I'm going to continue on. Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 1. If thou wilt return, O Israel, saith the Lord, return unto me. And if thou wilt put away thine abominations out of my sight, then thou then shalt thou not remove. So he's saying, please stop what you're doing. Stop the sin. And if you will just stop, I will not. You, I will protect you. Okay, the end of verse 4. Reading verse 31. For I have heard a voice as of a woman in travail, and the anguish of her as of her that bringeth forth her first child. The voice of the daughter of Zion that bewaileth herself, that spreadeth her hands, saying, Woe is me now, for my soul is wearied because of murderers. Wow. Verse 5, chapter 1. Run ye to and fro through the, seat, through the streets of Jerusalem, and see now, and knock, and seek in the broad places thereof. If ye can find a man, if there be any that executeth judgment, that seeketh the truth, and I will pardon it. Do you see right here, the Lord is even saying, if you will just, if there is one person, one man or woman of God, one person, he says, if ye can find a man, if there be any that executeth judgment and seeketh the truth, and I will pardon it. He's saying just one person. One person, one person is doing what's right. I will take care of it. I will pardon the sin. But what happens? He can't find any. He cannot find any. He can't find any. 
And it says, And thou, they said, and though they say, The Lord liveth, surely they swear falsely. Have you heard this? Have you heard the people who say, I love Jesus, yet they don't live anything like the Bible tells them to? And even, this may be even you, my friend, listen. God has sent me to share this warning. There is a reason. You may be one of those people. I was at one time in my life. The only shame is not turning back to the Lord. The only wickedness and fault you would find yourself in by admitting it right now is not turning away from your sin and turning back to the Lord. And maybe you have friends and family who are in that place. I, we need to be praying for them. They've been blinded by the enemy. The Bible tells us that they are blind blind. It's time for the people of God to stand up and pray. We must pray for the unsaved. We must pray for those that are falling and turning away, have turned away. We must pray. That is what the Bible tells us to do, to pray. We cannot be angry, get offended, and then just walk away. No, we must pray. The battle is not about flesh and blood. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says that it is really a war between the powers of God and Satan. And Satan is trying to win, but we know God wins. Now I'm going to tell you something. There have been and will be many casualties in this war, and it is a war. There have been and will be many casualties, but you don't have to be one of those casualties if you will hearken unto the words of the Lord. Hearken unto the words of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to stop there now. I want you to read the book of Jeremiah chapters 1 through 10. I want you to read it yourself. And I invite you today to join us in the prayer meeting at 2 o'clock, 2.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Lord is with us. He's going to be there as we pray. His presence is going to be so amazing. He is going to be moving and doing great and mighty things. And I want you to be a part of it. I personally invite you to be a part of it. Sweet people of God. You can go to my Facebook page uh, and you can just put in Michelle Donatian Ministries. All you have to do is go to Facebook, Michelle Donatian Ministries. You can go to my YouTube page. It'll be live there, Michelle Donatian Ministries, uh, on my website, michelledonatian.com. You can find a link to my YouTube page, and um, I have a link to my website a little bit further down. Um, I think I'll put it there, and you can just click on any of them on all of the social media play pages, wherever you want to join us, um, and Periscope. Um, I think, uh, I'm not sure if I can put a link for Periscope anymore. Periscope is going to be closing soon. I just got a notification. So, uh, everything is going to be going over to Twitter, but of course you can follow me on Twitter as well. But with all of that said, I invite you, I implore you to join me. We need to pray. It's time to pray. It's time to not say things, not talk about it. Try to talk. Listen, there was an old saying, and I won't even say that. This is what I know. 
God doesn't tell us in his word to talk about it and sit down and talk it all out. He tells us to pray about it. That's what he says in the book of Philippians chapter four, uh, chapter four, verses six through eight, to pray about it all. And with thanksgiving to pray about it with thanksgiving because he'll do it. Whatever is in his word, anything that is his will, anything that means anything good for you is his will. All you have to do is pray and he'll do it. Yes. That's exactly what I said. Yes. If you're wondering, how do I pray? Yesterday, I did a powerful teaching about prayer on my Facebook page. And um, you can find it there. You can find it there uh, on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Um, It's also on my Periscope and Twitter. So you can go anywhere to any of those and see that. And so I just want to invite you just to let you know that we are, I'm standing with you. I'm praying with you. And God has not forgotten you. And he's warning us all that it's time to turn our lives around, fully serving him, making him Lord and Savior. Not just Savior, Lord and Savior, meaning that he is in control of everything in our life. Don't you know the Bible tells us, hallelujah, that we are his, he bought us with his blood. Did you know that? Don't you know that your body is the holy temple of the living Lord? Our body is the temple of the Holy God. That's what it is. The temple of the Holy Spirit. It's his. It's time to live for him. It's time for us to pray. Hallelujah. I hope and pray that you really heard what the Holy Spirit was saying today touching your heart. I pray that you are letting him touch your heart. Glory be to God. And we're going to close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. I thank you for each and every person listening at the sound of my voice and that you, Lord God, I ask you in the name of Jesus to soften their hearts, Lord God that they may heed what you said. Let it be, Lord God, like the, let it fall on good ground in the name of Jesus, that it won't be washed away, that it won't be caught into the thorns and all of the affairs of life, but that it will fall on good soil and take root and begin to change the lives of your people, Lord God. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love, Lord. I ask you to strengthen your people, give them wisdom. Father God, you're wonderful and we love you. We glorify your precious name. Lord, as I come before you right now, we lift up the persecuted church and we ask you in the name of Jesus to touch their hearts, touch their minds, strengthen them in the name of Jesus. And all God's people said, amen and thanks. Well, sweet people of God, I want to thank you for joining me. And I want you to begin digging into the word. The word of God is so wonderful and it will strengthen and solidify you. And that's what you need today and moving forward. God has a plan and he wants you in that plan. But our own sin, our own sin, your own sin could condemn you. Don't let that happen. God is waiting for you, calling you constantly, calling you, calling you, drawing you near to him. Heed his sweet voice. Repent, turn away from your sin, and there 
you will have the victory in Jesus Christ. God bless you. Well, sweet people of God, I want to thank you so much for joining me here today. Tune in tomorrow for a new and fresh word from the Lord for you. This is Pastor Michelle Donatian signing off. God bless you and to Jesus be all the praise.